Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Happy February, you guys. I cannot believe it's already the second month of 2024 already and February always flies by. I was just doing my January reflection, seeing how I did on my habit tracking and my goals and setting up for this month and remembering, A, it's already February 5th by the time you get this February 6th and I have so little time I feel like this month to get things done so I did adjust a little bit based on how I did on my January goals and this being a little bit of a shorter month but I'm still optimistic I still think it'll be good for all of our goals getting shit done um, I also just got back from a ski trip and I it was one of those really fun ski trips but I drank a lot and I'm really tired <laughs> So trying to reset and start this week on a better note. But again, like I had so much fun. No regrets. I'm still wearing my Barbie's Apre ski shirt, which I didn't get a cute picture in. So I'm going to keep wearing it until I do get a cute picture in it. Not that I won't wear it after. I just won't be seen as much in it after. Like anyways. Yeah. So I can't, I'm not perfect. Okay. I'm not perfect. <laughs> so today since it's February and since February for me, at least I think Valentine's Day, we are going to be talking today about how to be your own Valentine first. You can still have other Valentines. You can have as many Valentines as you want, but you should be your own Valentine first. And we're going to talk about 10 great ways that you can do that this year. But before that, I need to vent about something going on um, in my life that I just got news about. So a few weeks ago, I was going through something really shitty. I'm not going to, I'm not really ready to talk about that on the podcast yet. I'm sure I will write about it one day, um, but that's not important. So I was going through something really shitty that was kind of out of my control. Um, and I spent a lot of the night and then into the morning crying about it one of these days a few weeks ago. I decided, okay, like, let me journal out my feelings about this because I'm like, I can't move on from, I'm feeling like really shitty, really depressed. I can't move on from this. So I was like, let me journal about it. What can I learn from this situation and how can I move forward and how can I process my feelings better? Because I feel like a lot of the times when something really shitty happens, I I'm in fight or flight mode trying to figure out what to do and how to deal with the stress rather than actually like allowing myself to feel the feelings. Um, and even on this podcast, and as I'm sure you know, I like to talk about how it's so important to feel your feelings. But honestly, like I'm, I preach it, but I'm not very good at doing it. So um, this is a way that I'm trying to get better at it. Like journaling out my feelings makes it so much easier for me to grasp what I'm feeling and then I feel like I'm more able to move on if that makes any sense so I decided to journal about it and then release it I can't control the situation I trust that the universe will have my back and that I will be okay and I'm learning and I'm growing and I want to move forward so it was hard like this is this was a, a way harder situation to do that for than a lot of other situations but I pushed myself and as soon as I put that pen down I get a call from be the match I don't know if you guys know what be the match is but it's and it has a new name now but it's basically like this program or this database that has a bunch of people's like 
DNA. Like I swabbed my cheek in college to be part of this program. And this was like, again, like seven, eight years ago. And I never thought about it again, but it basically, if you're in the system, you'll be notified if you're ever like a genetic match to someone in need who needs some kind of donation or transfer of blood, um, bone marrow, whatnot to save their life. So again, like I put this pen down after going through this shitty situation and trying to release it to the universe and trust that things will be okay and learn from this shitty situation. So then I get this call that I'm a genetic match to a one-year-old baby girl with leukemia. I started sobbing immediately. I started sobbing. They're like, you're a match. Like you could potentially help save her life with bone marrow. Is this something you would be willing to consider doing? And the way that it completely completely shifted my perspective in the most powerful way and reminded me oh yeah this is why I'm here on this earth I'm on this earth to help people whether it's through my physical body being able to give the gift of life like so directly to a baby girl or through the podcast through my connections with people like this is so, it just so recentered my focus and it shifted my perspective back to what's important. I'm not here to worry and stress about these things that I can't control and that these shitty things, like I need to let them go and like come back to this really, really important purpose that I feel in my life. So what a gift. I was beside myself for the day, just like looking up at the universe, like holy crap no matter what happens with this donation process, like thank, thank you, God. Thank you, little baby girl, for giving me this absolutely so powerful shift in perspective to bring me back to my core after I like was really shaken off of it for a little bit. She's telling me about the process. She says like, you know, you have to do some more additional testing to find out if you're indeed the primary donor, if that is the case. And if you move forward, then we will fly you out will do the procedure, the bone marrow transfer, and that would be that. And I really did like feel this phone call was enough of a gift for me to like move forward in a better place in my life. I'm so grateful for that phone call. Obviously, I would love to save this girl's life. I really would love to, and I hope that I am the match, but I also am okay with not being that match and just hope and pray that she finds that right match for her. So I did... I did the additional testing like a couple weeks ago and they called me today with an update um, that she died and I didn't expect to be as devastated as I was. I mean, obviously it's devastating when a baby dies ever. I'm devastated for the future that she won't get to have in this physical world. I'm devastated for her family that has to deal with that awful loss, even though I didn't even know her name. I didn't know her personally. We had a genetic connection and I felt like we had a spiritual connection because she gave me this gift. I felt so connected and attached to this little girl who lived such a short life, but she made such a big impact on my life. And I hope she knows that wherever she is now i hope one day our soul paths will meet again in a different non-physical reality um if you believe in that i believe in that i believe that like we all evolve our souls evolve past death so i hope that one day we'll meet for the first time the last thing i'll say is i feel 
so grateful to have had this experience. I feel so grateful for her for giving me this gift that I intend to move forward. I feel a responsibility to her to move forward embodying that gift that she gave me and not letting it die with her Um, and to share that with you and let that perspective really stick with me because it's hard sometimes to hold on to it when shitty things happen in life. So yeah, that's what's been going on, you guys. That's what's been going on in my life today. Uh, Sending really good energy to her family, sending really good energy to her spirit. She has shown me how to reconnect with my purpose and my true self and what's important in the world. And I wanna help you guys do that too. I wanna pay that gift forward. And what a perfect time to do it when we're talking about being our own Valentine, loving ourselves, reconnecting with our true selves, desires, and our purpose. So let's get into it. I know what a lot of you are probably thinking, like, I don't want to be my own Valentine. Like, I want a man to be my Valentine. I want a girl to be my Valentine. Like, I don't want to be my own fucking Valentine. How lame, sad, and pathetic, Megan. Well... First of all, you can have other Valentines, but you should be your own Valentine first, okay? Be your own Valentine first, and then you will attract the other Valentines, okay? Why is it important to be your own Valentine first? Well, I'll tell you. It's important not just for those who don't have love and who want love. It's important for those who do have it. Very, very rarely... Have I ever met someone who has absolutely no problems in their relationship, no flaws in themselves, no flaws in the other person? That doesn't exist, okay? Even if you say it exists, you're lying to some capacity. (laughs) So this is for all of you because you can always manifest the love you want by being the love that you want and by treating yourself the way that you want to be treated by someone else. That is how you manifest the love that you want. If you want to attract somebody that treats you well and treats you the way that you want to be treated, you better make sure you're treating yourself well first and that you know how you want to be treated. It's important to know who you are and love who you are before you let someone else in to do it because not only will you be disappointed and dissatisfied if you can't make yourself happy and you're expecting them to always make your you happy, it's going to be a cycle. But you'll also not be able to love them right because you can't love yourself right. And so if you can't love yourself right, that will reflect on your partner. No matter how much you think it won't, no matter how well you think you treat others, you will burn out. You won't be able to treat them well if you're not feeling good about yourself, if you're not loving yourself first. So... This is why we need to be our own Valentine first because Valentine's is all about love, all about expressing that love. But we can express that love to ourselves. That's the most important thing. And then the overflow, we can express it to the people that we love and that people that we want to invest in. So like I said, how are we going to manifest the love that we want, whether we're in a relationship and we want to improve upon it, or we don't have a relationship and we want to attract one that treats us the best that we've ever been treated number one the first way and you can do i'm going to give you 10 ways that you can practice this self-love for valentine's day this year or for just the month of february i personally recommend doing all 10 i'm going to try and do all 10 of them or just do one pick your favorite one of the 10 even still like that is a 
progress. That is a step forward in the right direction. And I promise you, it will pay off in dividends more than you can ever imagine. So the first way, and I think this is the most powerful way that we're going to show ourselves love and be our own Valentines this year is by writing ourselves a love letter. Now, this love letter can be from different perspectives, right? You can just a love letter from you to you now. You can do a love letter from you now to old past inner child you. You can do a love letter to future you. You can do, and I love this one, a letter from future you, who you want to be, to current you now, motivating you, telling you how much she loves you and how much she supports you. Or you can do a letter from older you to younger you. I also want you to imagine what you would want someone else to say about you in this letter. Express gratitude for yourself and your great qualities. And yes, you can think of some great qualities, even if it feels fake at first, like really dig deep. Give yourself credit on your growth, on your achievements. Reflect on your challenges with honesty and compassion and remind yourself of your true worth and write about it. Set a positive intention with this letter and deepen your bond with yourself. I'm sure this one you saw coming. Number two is take yourself on a date. Yep, you heard me. A solo date. Something a lot of people are very fearful of being alone in public. And that used to be me, but I promise you, it is so nice. Once you start getting into the practice of this, I really enjoy it. There are some activities that are just objectively, in my opinion, better alone. One of those activities is going to a museum. It's so much better to go to a museum by yourself. You know why? Because you don't have to pretend to like the same art as someone else. And you can just walk around at your own pace, go to whatever section you like. And you could put your headphones in. Sometimes I listen to meditations. Sometimes I listen to music that really I feel like goes with the art. Sometimes I just like to put my headphones in to pretend that I'm listening to something, but just so nobody really bothers me. Go to a museum. That's great if it's in your area. Take yourself to dinner. I like to do that too. Take yourself to a movie. Really challenge yourself and try not to use your phone too much but really take yourself on a date. Show yourself that you want to treat yourself, that you want to have fun with yourself. Because the only person that you can 100% rely on to be with you for the rest of your life is you. And like I said, that doesn't mean that you can't hope and want and have that with somebody else too. But you have to be able to count on you. You have to make yourself happy. So take yourself on a fun date. Take yourself on a picnic. Take yourself to the spa. Take yourself to a cooking class, to an activity. Do something that you like by yourself. And really allow yourself to bond with yourself. And every time you get a little nervous or scared, use an affirmation that works for you to remind yourself why you're doing this. The third way we're going to show ourselves love this Valentine's season, we're going to create an affirmation statement, something that makes us feel really good about ourselves and that motivates us for the future. Something that we want to affirm the belief to rewire maybe an old limiting belief that we don't want to have anymore. Show ourselves that we believe in ourselves, show ourselves that we love ourselves and we want to give ourselves 
a loving, happy life. Pick a statement that when you say it, you feel really good. Your, your body, you physically feel really good. You feel mentally more free and light and happy. Create that statement. It shouldn't be longer than a couple sentences, one to three sentences, I would say. And then make that statement, either your phone background, put it on a post-it, put multiple post-its around your house, put like a saying on your mirror, find a place that you're going to see this every day for at least a week or so. And really read it in the mornings, read it before you go to bed, read it when you need it and see how it impacts your self-love, see how it impacts your day-to-day feeling. Number four is a digital detox. How do we show ourselves love when we are constantly comparing ourselves, constantly feeding ourselves fake dopamine hits? It's a lot harder uh, to practice self-love when you have a lot of that going on in your life. So we are going to put our phone down for a day or an hour, like whatever you can manage. Give yourself a little detox. Maybe start unfollowing some of the people that make you feel shitty about yourself. That's a digital detox. Maybe delete the apps for a week. Maybe delete the app for a day. Whatever you want, take a break from it. It's okay to come back to it, but have a little bit of a fresher perspective. Have a little bit of understanding for what you like about the apps and what you don't like about the apps and how maybe sometimes we can fall into cycles where we're going to the apps almost like an addiction to fill that void and notice when you're doing that and if you need to fill that void with something else then do that with something a little bit more healthy but just Take a break from your phone for a little while. It's a great way to, okay, reconnect with me, the real me and the real world around me and figure out, okay, what do I want to do with this time that I lose from being on my phone, wasting it? And again, it's not always wasting time. Sometimes it's good to connect with people and feel related to with friends or strangers on the internet. So again, it's not totally a waste. I am... I'm trying to use social media to do just that. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you you should never use it and it's horrible, but I do think you need to be really smart about your intake and just use it in moderation. So practice deconnecting from social media and from your phone for a little bit. Number five, get yourself some flowers and a treat. Again, a classic Valentine's. Like show yourself the way that you want to be treated. Treat yourself that way so that no one's gonna come in and meet you below that. You want someone who can add to your life, not someone who's gonna take away or not give you at least what you know you are gonna give yourself. So give yourself some flowers, make yourself feel good, add it with that love letter that you wrote in step one. Get yourself some fucking balloons, give yourself some treats, some chocolates. I love a good Valentine's Day chocolate spread and not knowing what chocolate I'm gonna eat before I eat it and then get an allergic reaction because I ate the coconut one. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But do get yourself some flowers and some treats just to make yourself feel good. Number six, reconnect with your inner child. Reconnect with past you. Do something that you used to love doing. Do something that would make the inner child in you just jump with joy. Maybe it's some creative expression. Maybe it's connecting with an old friend. Do something that's going to care for and show past you that you guys are on the same team and you love her or him, even if you know that they made mistakes or they did things that you wish you didn't do. You need to show all sides of you that you love you. So 
That brings me to number seven, do something or start something that future you would light up for and be so happy that you did. Maybe you want to start a new book that's going to open up a new perspective for you, or maybe you want to start a new hobby, a new savings plan, a new job, make plans that you've been wanting to make, cancel plans that you don't want to go to in the future, organize something that needs organizing. I know that's something that I have been really not great at and future me loves when current me does that. So do something for future you and picture who that future you is and show that version of you love by setting something up for them that is going to make them so happy and grateful for current you. Number eight, gratitude, mindfulness, meditation. Do a mindfulness practice. Maybe it's breath work. Maybe you want to take a walk outside in nature with, again, no distractions. Uh, maybe you want to do a guided meditation. I will go on Spotify and just look up whatever kind of meditation I want, whether it's a gratitude meditation, a meditation for positivity, a meditation for manifestation. They have so many good free guided ones. There's also some on YouTube, whatever you want. It's right at your fingertips. That's one of the great things about the internet these days. So use it for your advantage, or you can do it without any guided meditation. You can do it by yourself and just practice feeling grateful for the things that you already have in your life. Why? Not only is this just a good, healthy practice, but again, it attracts that energy, that gratitude to you more. The more you practice it, the more you start to look for and see the good in your life. You want to enjoy your life. You want to be happy. You want to be grateful, right? I've said this before, but when I picture older me, future me, and I think, okay, what is future me thinking? What is future me feeling? My future self is like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I love my life so much. I can't believe I created this. I'm so grateful, right? And if we don't break our bad habits of being negative all the time and like being fearful of everything going on around us, then we're never going to be that happy, grateful person, no matter how much stuff goes right in our lives. So it's such an important habit to get into our daily lives now so that we can become that version of ourselves. Number nine, nourish yourself. Cook yourself a really healthy, beautiful meal. Set some time aside to do something nourishing that feels fun and good to you. And again, showing you that you're taking care of yourself, that you're loving yourself long-term, even though it's not always easy. Sometimes it's always easy to make a box of ramen. And look, I'm still gonna do that sometimes. But it feels even better when that is less frequent, when those little breaks from being healthy are less frequent, which again, they're fine, but it feels better to cook a healthy meal for myself. It feels better to go and work out and do a fun class that I enjoy that really makes me happy, not doing it for somebody else. Get outside, get some vitamin D, get some other vitamins in you, nourish yourself, make it happy, make it fun. And finally, number 10, fucking relax. <laughs> fucking relax. That is the best way that I know how to love myself. And again, in moderation, but like set a time for you to, that is no distractions from your relaxation. And I fucking mean that like fully relax, put your feet up, watch a, a great rom-com, a chick flick, watch whatever the fuck you want. That's going to make you feel good. Make you relax, have some wine, cry a little if you need to relax and let yourself just like 
be. Let yourself be. Let yourself feel. Maybe hang out with some friends um, that make you feel really good about yourself and really comfortable being 100% authentic with. And have some wine. Have a joint. Whatever you want. And don't beat yourself up about it. This is the designated time for you to do that. So do not beat yourself up about it. Not that you ever should beat yourself up about it. But it is okay to have awareness into when, okay, am I relaxing too much? And then it's not self-love. So know the difference and you want it to be a practice of true self-love, not escaping, not escaping your life. Okay. So I hope you guys have a fantastic fucking Valentine's day. And let me know if you try any of these to be your own Valentine first this year, because then you will certainly attract a better Valentine whether it's your existing partner or it's a new partner that you're going to attract into your life because you embody and radiate true self-love. That is the way to get the love that you want. I will see you guys in two weeks. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.